Hey, yo, what's up? This is Bobby Moore from the Simmons and Moore Podcast. And this is Adam Simmons from the Simmons and Moore Podcast. Ah, smoke up, smoke up, smoke up. Smoke weed every day. And you are listening to our boys from the West Coast Street from California, failing Hollywood. Mikey, what up? Mikey, Freddie, producer Nick. Producer Nick was good with you. Uh, one-armed ninja, mm. the dogs, mm. and all of the bloodsuckers <laughs> from the hills. Shout-outs to the hills. Yo, you guys be careful out there. You got coyotes, and I'm scared of coyotes. And also... Never met one. You have reptilians. And you also have mountain lions. This is no longer a promo. This is way too long to be a bumper guy. Is it? Only on the Inner Circle Podcast Network. And I am Inner Circle. No, you're not Inner Circle. And I am Inner Circle. <laughs> they give it to this captain that fucking... Um, it's like this crazy captain that does crazy shit and one of the things of why he got that ship was because he got a tattoo of an elephant on his dick <laughs> <laughs> is it a Ron Howard movie? yeah yeah it is it is it is can we look this up? It's what is it? What is it? Down, down Periscope is it like a slapstick? Uh, it's something like that like um it's a, it's a, almost like a Oh, it's like an airplane, right? No, no, submarine. Oh, it looks no, like it's, it's an, like uh, an yeah, airplane. It, it, it looks like movie. Yeah, it looks oh. it looks incredibly close. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But not not as ridiculous as airplane, obviously. Oh, okay. I mean <laughs> there cannot be another ridiculous as that, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially the scene when the whole plane is slapping the the girl to calm down or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I came in to wish you all good luck. I speak <laughs> counting on you. <laughs> you are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Coming to you live from a, a bad submarine that we're going to take and turn into a, a good submarine. <laughs> we're going full down periscope in this motherfucker. It's failing Hollywood. Woo! I'm your host, Mikey T. And with us, as always, we have. Paranormal fuckboy, the props poppy himself. We have Mr. Frederick Foote in the studio. How's it going, Freddie? Good, good. And also with us, we have our producer, Nick. Hello, hello, hello. Glad to be back. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Pretty awesome. Awesome, yeah. Um, welcome to Failing Hollywood. Um, if if you're a returning listener, thank you. Uh, can't believe you stayed with us this long. If you're, if you're new to the program, welcome. We'll try to keep your ears entertained about movie mm. stuff mm, and tickle it too and tickle it and intel about the what's happening in in the film industry and and how to uh how to you know get on with it so we're <laughs> about a year on Cobbit, right a year and a half almost oh yeah. no no a year right march over a year yeah over a year yeah. now <laughs> and we're finally back on set how does it feel that I mean, I think we've been on set for a little while, but but we're now it's like a lot of more productions. Dude. Yeah, honestly, like Way they, they, more they there used to be there used to be checks when you'd get on to set, like they they'd have the COVID check in points mm. yeah. that you'd have to go in and check in every single day, and they'd like they make you do like an app or a waiver that was like, do you feel sick? Have mm. you been around somebody? You know, the ones that you just check no the entire way down and then <laughs> yeah. sign it. You have to do that every single day, get your temperature checked, and that's been like since this all started. This is the first job I'm on where you don't have to do that. Like, and I, the last job I was on, I had to get tested five times a week. This one, I only need to get tested once a week. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Are they requiring having the COVID uh, vaccine pamphlet or no? No, you don't. Nobody's requiring that. I think it's going to be too heavy to be able to require that because I think I think that will cause some issues if they actually put like a full requirement on that. For work and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, know I can cr- see it. I think cruise ships are, are starting to do that. Cruise yeah. lines to be able to like go on to those. So. Yeah. Well, and if you're coming into the United States, you gotta bring in a pamphlet that you don't have COVID. My dad had really? it. Really? Yeah, he had to really? show that he doesn't have. COVID. But not the vaccine. No vaccine. Yeah. Just oh, a, you just need you need just a, a passport test. saying that you don't have it. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, work seems to be like it's coming back like crazy, and we're starting to. I don't know, things are starting to become normal again. I have a feeling by the end of the year, we'll be able to actually not have to have our masks on. A lot of counties on the East Coast, or at least in the South. (laughs) Tennessee, for one. Yeah, they're all, all their mask mandates is lifted and stuff like that. So it's starting to come, I think we'll be over this direction eventually. Nice. I mean, things are open again. Climbing gyms are open again. I was able to go swimming. Nice. For the first time in a while, because the pool's open. Did you have to reserve it? No. No, first come for yeah, serve. First come for serve. Nice. So I was able to go and swim some laps. The problem is they still don't have like the showers open, Ugh. which sucks when you like jump in a chlorine pool because it's like <laughs> I feel like the showers are like I can get by after working out till I get home, but after like you're all chlorinated, like I want to wash that shit off right. Yeah, away. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the only bummer side is they haven't opened like you're back the to going yet. every morning. No, not yet. I think uh, like I think the, the shower things is an attribute right. to that too because I don't want to go and then like after I go to the pool and swim, I want to go. I want to shower before I go to work because right. I yeah. still go straight to work and I'm not. I don't. It's gonna drive me crazy if I smell like chlorine. Just all bring day. your fucking body wash to the pool. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have that one little open shower that's uh, like yeah. facing the pool. But I, I'd feel weird if I like break out the soap and the shampoo <laughs> and just start scrubbing down right there. Well, just well, strip down naked. Yeah, <laughs> while the seventy-year-old woman is doing like water aerobics in the next <laughs> leg. Oh, and she's just like, yeah. ooh, look at With that, that young man. Yeah. Oh, honey, <laughs> it's been too many years. Hey, maybe that would be a um, incentive for them to reopen that shit. It's like we don't want people take a shower out here, you know. Yeah, uh, do it in protest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. God, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about something that I want to talk about. I shouldn't Ooh. have even said that. Yeah. I, then I, skip I, I say it. talking about old people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I met some really cool dude that works with a certain prop, or not with props, but he he he, he attributes to let's say a big thing in the film industry. Okay. <laughs> And he's the sweetest old man I've ever met, but he's like worked with like every big director in the past eighty years. Nice. <laughs> That's we're good. Saying, I think we were talking about like he was he used to work close with Howard Hughes. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think we were talking about that the other day. Um Damn. Yeah. Making he, making those movies wasn't easy, man. That's what I was thinking. It's like he he helped set him up, and then after he died, he he purchased a lot of stuff that he sold to him back. Oh <laughs> fuck yeah! And he was like, oh yes. Uh, what what that movie Hell's Angels, right? From Howard Hughes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, Hell's yeah. Angels. Yeah, and we were talking about the yeah, aviator the dude from the movie The Aviator. Yeah, we're talking about the aviator because like what he had schizophrenia was it or no? Or something? Uh, he's he was a germaphobe. No, he had schizophrenia. 
Well, but he was a German. He was hearing probe. voices in his head. I haven't seen The Aviator in a while. Mm. I mean, those was, he was, OCD. He was, he was OCD. He was seeing. OCD, and he was seeing viruses and bacteria everywhere. He was a germaphobe. Well, he would also see people that weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> so he had he had issues, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had lots of issues. Um, I mean, for any creative mind, that's too bad. That's how we all end it. Yeah, it's schizophrenia. If he was also in a uh, massive fucking plane accident. So. Oh yeah, the big one trauma. that he fell. Yeah. yeah. Is that uh, how he died? He like no. No, 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 he died of old. Oh, okay. I mean, it almost killed him. I mean, I was just saying, did they take away his pilot's license? Out well, he that? had like third degree burns all over his body. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it was intense. I got to rewatch that. That was yeah, that, that Leo movie. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I got to rewatch. Great that movie. Um, the dude was super interesting though. He had so much stories about it. apparently like he's done like stuff for. For Quentin Tarantino and a lot of stuff like that. Um, Why can't you talk about it? I can't talk he's about a it. Person though, I could talk about him. I just I don't think can talk about what he does yet and what he handles uh, okay, because okay. It, it's an attribute. It, it goes into a lot of uh, what we're working on in a future episode. Okay, so, so I will be able to talk tune about in it next year for that. <laughs> yeah, tune in next year. Actually, tune in um, in July, the end of July. I think okay, I'll be able to talk go. about it because nice. I think the episode will air before that. So sweet. So yeah, well, how far are we from uh, this unnamed show you're working on airing the first episode? Um, July. Oh really? Yeah, we'll be able to talk more about it in July. Nice, nice. Um, sometime. Pretty exciting news coming up. Yeah, we're gonna have some exciting news coming in the future. So <laughs> you I better exci- better keep listening. <laughs> I got some exciting news. Uh, Disney just dropped the trailer for the short I worked on. Ooh. What's that? Uh, American Eid. They're doing um well it's uh Disney Launchpad. It's like a twenty they're like a, I wanna say four or five short films and they're dropping them all at once on Disney Plus. Ah, cool. I prop mastered uh one of them. I I, pu- I put in American Eid in the American yeah, Muslim is this it's it? It's a holiday. So you're gonna get nothing but you're gonna have to do Disney as well. Okay. Let's see what Eid we got here. it's a holiday? Yeah, it's the last night of Ramadan. Oh. Is this it? Well, that shows how much I know about Muslims. Yeah. Fuck. I mean... It's like the big feast at the end of uh, fasting. Oh, fuck. Like the last night of fasting. So, a lot of eating. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a whole week of fasting that they do? Uh, I'm pretty sure a month. What? Yeah. They don't eat for a month? Well, they eat at night. They They don't eat or drink during the day. Man, is this it, or it's just this is like a the a bunch of the trailers? Yeah, it's a castor trailer. Oh, okay. That's one I worked on with the flashlight. Did you put that flashlight there? No, I bought that flashlight, bro. Fuck yeah, dude! And you made that play too, right? No, no, no. I think one of them, though, I was watching this. I think one of them, they're like a family of chupacabras. <laughs> what? I'm happy to have you here. They're kind of going after a wide variety of Well, yeah, it's all uh, uh, second generation. Yeah, there's one I worked on. Uh, second generation. Immigrant? Yeah. 
What's, what's the illegal? Is that a chupacabra? No. Was it that Lilo? Lilo? I think so. Huh? Yeah, they just threw me the stitches. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel so alone. Oh, so the whole si- each episode's like a different thing. Is that well, they're just short films, but they're just dropping it off. Oh, the chupacabras! There yeah, they the are. Last of the chupacabras. Yeah, there I think they they're are. supposed to be like human chupacabras. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck, dude? That one like fucked me up. That's awesome. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's my first wait, union prop master. Dude. Nice, congrats, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, looks interesting. Um, and I had a full feature lined up, but uh, of course, fucking. L.A. They just they pulled the money out right before we started prepping for it. Uh, I feel like that's something you got to kind of start to expect always. I don't trust any job until yeah. I'm on set working. I think we said that before. Like I, I'll, you can get an offer, you can never get your hopes up until you're on set working, and then even when you're on set working, still ain't a sure thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can get fired next day. Not yeah. even fired. Like the show can just uh, go down. Like it, oh wow, yeah. especially during COVID, dude. <laughs> Well, COVID, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what happened with Glow. Mm-hmm. Glow is like all fucking roses and dandy. Just the roses and dandy. Roses and you dandy. know that old start, saying. You know that roses old and dandy. <laughs> yeah, for Glow season four. I don't, don't got to think. That's why I said <laughs> I don't have it ready on the pad yet, but it's coming with the new studio. That's why I need mine right here. It's you're not getting it. <laughs> I'm gonna buy mine. I'm not giving you I don't anything. know about that, bro. But sure. Yeah. Be quick with those sound effects. With that being with said, I think I think. Uh, since we're on that topic, uh, I think next week may be um, our last episode before we take a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, we might take two or three weeks off, and that is because we'll be rebuilding our complete studio. We'll be doing some sanding, Ooh. some mudding, mm-hmm. some seams. That's right. The uh, the floor in our new studio will what? be beach sand. Wait, we put in floor? No, no, just just speech sand. It's gonna be like a big sandbox. Wait, what? Yeah, it's, it's actually uh, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> be, I mean, I could come. Uh, Everybody'd have to barefoot. come in barefoot. Yeah, I don't care, dude. <laughs> that would I don't care. Cool. How would sound? How does sound bounce off? Amazing. It probably work out better. <laughs> no, it, it absorbs all the sound, dude. Oh, I mean, okay. th- don't you notice when you're at the beach, there's barely any reflection? I mean, obviously there's no walls, but yeah. the only reflection will be the floor. But if it's if it ain't wet, it ain't bouncing. It All gets right. Absorbed. The only thing is chairs. We can't have rolly chairs. Oh yeah, true. We, uh, we'll, we'll have to have beach uh, chairs. Beach chairs. <laughs> <laughs> also, just you would constantly have sand in your house. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're. Oh yeah, that will be a nightmare. <laughs> we're talking about. So yeah, we're gonna take. Although we got the hose right there, we just hose feet off when we leave. Jesus. I kind of want this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have those right outside. Or you could put like a little bucket outside that you can immediately <laughs> step in and <laughs> rinse oh, yeah, it all get, off. Like one of those plastic uh, feet soaking oh, buckets that grandmas would use. Welcome uh, to the movie beach. I mean, it is Hollywood. <laughs> we can fake anything. Yeah, true. Right? Um, mm-hmm. But we're for sure going to be sanding down the walls, doing some painting. It's going to take a few weeks to do that, so I think we might take a break. If we release anything, maybe we'll do like a little 20-minute update of what's going on just to say 
Hey. Uh, there you go. Uh, oh, I, I meant to talk to you about that. I found like a $30 fucking uh, paint sprayer on, li- on Amazon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Supposed to. Probably have that shit done in a day. Maybe. I mean, this we have to... I got to finish the seams and the trim. I got to close up the top of the wall. Got to put a trim around the bottom of the wall. Are you stuccoing? No. Don't using stucco? No. Kind of. Oh, really? In the cracks. I mean, oh, all, all the seams are going to be filled in. I want it to look nice. Okay. What color do you guys want to go with, huh? What do you think? A darker color? Not Well, with darker color, it's going to make the whole room darker, obviously. Cause it's going to make it's it close. absorb the light. Yeah, it's so. going to close in the... The studio, should we? Yeah, it's gonna make him look more like a tunnel, if you will. So, should we go neutral? I don't want it too bright. I don't want it too bright. I don't want it too bright either. Yeah, I mean, we could do dark earth colors like a forest green, forest green, like a dark version of Nick's shirt. Yeah, official shirt that I'm using. Yeah, we're gonna go with official. Uh, colors, colors. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go ahead and get this read out of the way right now if you love the colors of our studio you will love official official clothing <laughs> if you love the colors of the studio that we haven't painted yet. that's right <laughs> <laughs> on this audio platform yeah, <laughs> you will love that you can't really see that well but it's okay well i've also <laughs> talked to mikey uh like a green like that would work good because i want to do like a uh, failing hollywood thing that i want to get fake grass and kind of make the hill, the mound, and then do like a fake uh, Hollywood sign. Ooh. Like on the wall. And, and do put like a fading failing. on the side yeah. and the Hollywood. Oh, nice. Like That's behind a, where the TV is going to be or like something? Like on the back wall. That's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, because Mike, you, look, you looked up like do what we neon signs. Do we know somebody that, that's would, an artist that can do that? Us. I'm not a good drawer, dude. Oh, yeah. Your we, art department. We make, make it. Huh? We wouldn't paint it. We'd oh, make you'd make Hollywood. this. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. We can def. They they have Hollywood lettering signs. <sighs> yeah. Somewhere. Of course. They and have then to. we just get a slightly different uh, lettering sign for failing, and paint them red. Well, we can use our font. No. Maybe. I mean, I'm I'm looking at getting a new logo made for us soon too, or an additional logo, I should say, not just new. I did look at the alley that the the neon signs. And like the cheapest we could get is like seven hundred dollars or something like that. It's like so expensive like big, for like probably. two feet, two feet wide or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's something that we'll have to invest if we wanted to get the good one. You know? Yeah, I mean, maybe each drop a thousand on it or something. Yeah, I, I already have a sense that for my birthday, Jackie. I think we were talking about maybe getting a kegerator. So I think that's the the main We've oh, yeah. source of sure. importance. To yeah. to add to the studio first. Which, well, I'm sure we'll have Heffenweizen in it 24-7. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the keg in it is going to be a split between... Rolling Rock, maybe, sometimes. Rolling Rock will be a cheap keg. The month of my birthday, maybe we can do Rolling Rock. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. You like to drink cheap beer? Yeah. He likes Rolling Rock. <laughs> mm. Interesting. And then we have to, once we get the kegerator, we have to start doing fucking ads again so we can pay for those beers. Yeah. We ain't paying for kegs <laughs> or around here. Or get sponsored by... Hasafafas. By Heffenweizen. Heffenweizen? What yeah. is it? We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, when, so well, we got the Budweiser, dude. Yeah. I'm sure there's a Heffenweizen in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. Um, how, how long have you been out here, Freddie, so far? In, uh, in California. I want to say, what was it, February was three years? Three years? How about you, Nick? Uh, about to be five this year. About to be five. Crazy. Yeah, in June. So I wanted to touch back just to see... 
uh, I think a lot of people, what they like most about our podcast, I'm really going after the new listeners today, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Stick with us. Uh, people who are trying to come out to L.A. to start in the film industry, I want to hear, what would you have to say about your experience coming out? Like, what challenges did you have? To, like, I was the only person you really knew, but what, mm-hmm. what, what challenges did you have to take? Like, coming out and getting into it and figuring out what you want to do and, and that whole uh well i didn't go to film school so uh, that was a bit of a challenge yeah um luckily there's plenty of jobs on facebook i just hit every but every post up and eventually you find work you find people and if you do good work people will fuck with you and uh that was really the big thing is obviously just money i think i came out with like four grand and that gave me like I don't know really until I started like working heavy probably f- probably four months yeah just to be able to do <laughs> just to be able to get by before you started making money or? yeah I think you I think I was here for like three months or not here but at the old house you gave me like three months of free rent and then like once I moved in with Matt into our place in Westwood that's when like my account was drained. So yeah, because you lived in Westwood. <laughs> yeah, because I and uh, that's when I really started, you know, working and figuring shit out. Yeah. So what? What? I mean, you fell into art department because those were the jobs that were available, or is that where you think you would have fell anyway? Well, I started out doing uh, PAing, and I was like, production sucks. But it's a good position because it shows all the positions on set, and then as a PA, you can see what position you would like to work. Yeah. At. I think that's the best. I mean, yeah. you're saying for people that haven't done film school, I don't think it. I mean, it might give you an advantage going to film school to just know what stuff is on set, sure. like what the lights are, and like the whole sure. the departments, dude. Just to to, yeah, and the to understand yeah. the departments a little bit, but I don't think it's gonna. I mean, help if you, you. want to do camera, you got to go to film school. I don't yeah. think you do. Unless you can start as an assistant. You can, a camera assistant. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like you learn How all many people the are hiring uh, camera assistants fresh off, like with no experience. Everybody in non-union so. shit? Really? Ask any camera assistant on there. I guarantee you they don't know shit for shit what's on a, what a lens is or whatever. If you get yeah. into photography, anybody who's getting into photography could jump straight into camera. and at Yeah, least I guess that's something you just, could just pick yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, what? You need to know. I think your biggest things you need to know are exposure and and like aperture like you need to know how much light is getting through the lens and that's basically when you shut your camera off automatic figuring out the stuff with your camera to be able to do it um without being an automatic and making it look good so any like person who's actually getting interested in photographer that's the first things they're going to figure out and mm-hmm. you can figure that stuff out in a couple weeks and just start playing around with it and get it so if you come out just knowing like what the difference between a long lens and uh, a lens, a wide lens is, yeah. or knowing the difference between a uh, 135 millimeter lens and a 10 millimeter lens, then you're already halfway there. Well, plus Didn't I you just describe long and wide? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to like make it simpler for her listeners. Like, <laughs> gotcha. That's what long and wide is. So a 10 millimeter is it's literally a like a fisheye lens. Yeah. A wide lens, yeah. Yeah, it, where you can kind of wraps the world yeah. a little bit. Then uh, it's like you taking like a, a bubble. Like, it, it almost uh-huh. like yeah, it's, it's kind of. It's almost like you take a picture, but a, a movable picture, and say you can 
pull it apart and stretch it around. Almost look like it, an egg. Yeah, the way it stretches and dilates, kind of, that's what it's going to happen. To where a long lens is where you can still see everything, but you're kind of pushing it away and far away. Yeah, and then your background gets pushed. You get depth. Yeah, you get you get some depth, and you get to see a a little bit more narrow but f- deeper, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It gets it a little bit easier. So like, that's kind of the best way you could break it down. But I, I mean, guess, I guess like if you most, I imagine most high schools offer uh, photography classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you come out here with at least that much experience. Yeah. yeah. If, I mean, if, like if, if you're in, if you want to do camera, I imagine you were probably into photography at some point in high school. Well, you got to have the, the hump for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. So, I, I mean, I think that any way you can kind of get into that, I'd say even like grip and electric, I feel like I couldn't just, I mean, you can just jump in because you just, it's just learning the names of sure. things because yeah. half of their job is, can you grab a floppy? Uh-huh. Can you grab a Gary Coleman? Can you grab yeah, can a, you give me a that gel, the orange gel? You learn some A knots. cheeseburger? Yeah. <laughs> no, cheeseburger. I, I feel like the big thing is the knots because that's what I always see new grips doing. I mean, fuck, uh, I know more knots sta- than grips. When they're just too. standing around, they're just, they just always have them running through knots. Well, yeah, it, those knots will save life. Yeah, that's for, sure. for sure. Yeah, I think so. But the, half of their stuff is like learning that stuff because they're kind of bringing the same thing. I mean, I. But it's easier to get as a grip if if you want to get into lighting in a way, because then you will be in touch at some point with the DP. Yeah, and I mean that's why. Would you say if you haven't gone to film school and you want to figure out what you want to do, PAing is probably always the best because yeah. you can start PAing and just see the world. Exactly. And anybody can get a PA job. Like, I mean, bigger shows. Anybody. Are, yeah, and anybody. It's also, and it's also a good way to, like, see if you're really cut out for it because PAing fucking sucks. Yeah. Some people like it. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and if you like want to. If you can't handle, like, if you PA for you know, if, a couple months. If you want to be a director, you got to eat. Uh, what is it? Three hundred hours of PAing or something like that. What uh, oh, if you want to be in the DGA, uh-huh. or, or yeah, as a director, to, you, I mean, you no. have six hundred six hundred days, six hundred days of work, and then you have to like like there's some specifications. I don't think I've ever worked with a director who came up PAing. Really? I think all directors I've worked with were like people who were actors. Oh wow! And they were just like, ah, oh, fuck it, <laughs> I can do it. Not the, the director. It's like, oh, what have what have you acted in? Oh, I did this. I did a couple music videos. A couple, you know. Yeah. You're not producer Nick anymore. You ain't produce shit. <laughs> That's about I, the only thing you've produced for us <laughs> when you come over and it take is, a shit. It is a name, so. <laughs> Just look up what. Uh, yeah, shot an original budget of thirty-five oh, to sixty thousand wow. yeah. dollars. The film. Oh, I mean, wow. that's a that's a hell of a gap, though. Thirty-five to sixty. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From two hundred thousand to to seven hundred and fifteen post. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So about if they spent under a million dollars, fuck, that's a lot that of much money. On that's a lot of money. The dude. amount of money they used to spend on marketing is fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> And then they bitch at the crew, uh, like, "Oh, we can't. Well, with we Blair, can't afford to pay you." With Blair Witch, however, worth, it was man. one of the first advertisements that they did wild, where they would just make it seem like it was a lost video or something, and they oh, yeah. they released it on YouTube for free, literally. It was the well, when Blair Witch came out, YouTube wasn't around. <laughs> it was, yeah, no. it was the starting of YouTube, dude. Yeah. It was like ninety five, dude. No, what year? Did it wasn't ninety five. No way. Um, I wasn't that young. Oh, 1997. 97. Oh. 97. Oh. Oh, wait. No. 
I'm sure it's for free on YouTube now, but. Oh, yeah, I think it. It film entered production in 1997. No, so it released in... 99. Like I think it's a thousand. Yeah, 99 right uh, here. Okay, 99. It's Sundance. But then worldwide... Box was office, like $286 million. Oof. <laughs> yeah, they made a little bit of money. That's the most worst... Uh, what is it? Yeah, Box office worst... It's called 500,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a good middle ground for their budget. Yeah. Fucking, that's wild. But yeah, anyways, if you want to come out here and try out some PAs, it's definitely a good idea to to get your feet wet. That's what I always Actually, recommend. you know what it probably is? Um, the, the big gap, the thirty five to 60000 They probably spent thirty five to make it, and then in post, we're like, let's add another. <laughs> let's well, that movie, it's, it's that all shit. post, dude. Yeah. The sounds, all that, it's all sound design. Well, yeah. no, once, because um, there's no way that was... Was that's an indie ass fucking movie? Once it got like picked up, right. it, they probably added money on top of it. Oh yeah, probably. The so that's probably why it says thirty thousand. Whoever bought the 60, whoever bought the movie, they're like, yeah, we gotta do some post design on this bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, I think PA is most. Yeah, that's that's how you figure out what you want to do. And honestly, the way I've seen most PAs do it is just they kind of gravitate towards the departments they went that's how bill did it Mm -hmm. i mean he gravitated towards us and then started doing props (laughs) you know what i mean so i think that's how most people kind of will do it initially um i always recommend to people uh to email the person that's doing the job that you want i think i've talked to i just talked to the the dude um who's assisting the the costume designer that I'm working with right now or whatever. And I was like, Oh, how did you do it? And he did like the same thing I did when I moved out, like found the person that was most influential to him. I mean, she has five Emmys, like she's mm-hmm. a big costume designer. And then he just emailed her and said, Hey, like, I'm really, really passionate about this. I love your work. Like I, I, I can I shadow you and just see for a day? Like I, I want to learn how, how to do it. Like, that goes a long way because below the line, not be- I mean, not that she's below the line, but um, people like that aren't receiving emails or people reaching out like that asking for advice, like genuinely. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Um, like, sure, you're getting emails from like fans of things all the time, and you have to shut those ones down a little bit. But like people who are genuinely interested that want to like come in and and work in that type of field and is passionate about say costume design or stuff like that like that's how we got like oh come on and you can be my assistant we'll see how you do or if you want to shadow me an intern i'll see how you're good at you are taking directions and then you can be my assistant and then that's how i've seen people go from not getting paid to getting paid crap to coming up and working automatically on the bigger shows and at a great position um like and continuously yeah you know what i mean and there are a lot of people too who uh refuse to do interns that's what i love to see is people who are like yeah okay but i'm i mean i'm gonna pay you i'm not gonna have somebody working for me for free i refuse that that's how it should be but i i I think how i I started in florida so my first job I had done the same kind of thing. There was only one art department in Florida, so it was a little bit more limited. It was like, all right, take all my cards. This is (laughs) 
all in on this one and like hit up that art department and just said, Hey, I like, how can I get in? Like I'll intern, I'll do whatever. And he brought me on. Was it my yard goes Disney? It was a backyard (laughs) home renovation show where we took the backyard. You can look it up on. Let me see if I can find it. Actually, (laughs) my yard goes. I want to see some images. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) That guy is just totally. (laughs) So, yeah, oh, here's wow. a couple of the houses we did. So we took, went and like, and okay. these of course are built by art departments, so they probably lasted about two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. It's all fake. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing with like, uh, what's that home makeover show that that used to be huge? With oh, Extreme Home with Makeover t- yeah, with Ty Pennington or whatever. Mm, yeah, that's the thing about those shows is like you get the most complaints. Like follow up with them afterwards because everything falls apart because they have a deadline. So everybody's rushing. They're just putting shit up for like the final walkthrough. Yeah, with the camera. So half of that shit ain't done yet, but. See, like, this shit's kind of cool. Like, we put, like, trains and stuff. Like, we turned one into a car's backyard. Yeah, put a pizza oh, planet oh, in nice. someone's backyard as, like, the thing. Like, uh, I worked this one where we'd put in, like, custom pools with, like, little bungalows and, like, little bridgeways. That's a Mickey pool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Mickey pools. Like, <laughs> we have, like, the the hats. We One backyard we did a – this is a good example right here. See the sky bike? Hold on, let me see if we can open it up. Yeah, you know, sky bike. It's a cable, like, sky bike. Oh, there we go. Yeah. They put in, like, where this kid, like, we put a cable that went through all around the backyard, and there's, like, two little stations, like, treehouse stations. So we go up in the station, jump on the bike, and be able to pedal it, and go along this high wire. Like a zipline thing. Kind of, but you'd be, he'd be controlling it on the high wire. Right. So this is a prime example. So. During the thing, he's like, isn't this so cool? Like, it's the feature, like, part of the entire backyard. Didn't pass inspection. <laughs> like, knew ahead of time. So, as soon as they finished shooting, they had to take that whole motherfucker down. <laughs> and weren't able to use it again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah just that, for the show. Just for the show. But we did, like, the coolest one we did. Let's see if I could find it. There's, like, a pirate... Yeah, here here's here's one of it. Like there's like we did a whole like pirate ship with like there's pirate nice. like jets. Oh, this is one where we built this really cool treehouse and I'd find the biggest spiders underneath this thing. Oof. Like those humongous banana spiders that yeah, were the size yeah, of tarantulas. Yeah, yeah. They were all in there. But we did all kinds of like stuff like this. So the cars one was another really good one too. Nice. The cars ones we did like the, let me see if we Where were they what, a week work weeks worth yeah about a week work? each yeah here's here's the cars one where they had these like cool little carts that like went all the way through the backyard and there was like little like pit stations and stuff nice. all through it it was really good um so but yeah you got that gig because I you offered yourself pretty much up in the right i i yeah i said i just want to come in and do it instead we're doing the show called my yard goes disney and this was the first season of this and then he said do you do you want to come intern me? I'll pay you ten bucks a day for this episode, or I think it was one week. Wait, ten bucks? No, not a ten day? bucks a day. Ten bucks an hour. Sorry, I was gonna say. ten bucks an hour. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's like what it's happened, good, bro? But you, you keep, at least I'm getting $10. something. <laughs> was this a? At least this I'm was probably something. travel too, though, right? Uh, not yet. That was all in Florida. This was all in Orla- well, it was all in Florida. Period. But uh, that Orlando area. Yeah, you know they were helping out, as you can see, some. Very struggling families, oh, yeah. judging by these the sizes of these backyards. They were very 
like hurting high middle class yeah. housewives and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I reached out. He said, "Come back, ten bucks, ten bucks an hour. Um, do these few shows." Which probably it, wasn't bad for it was. Uh, yeah, but it Florida. was in the, it was in the Florida summer heat, so it was a little rough. It was all outside. We were doing half of humidity. Like, yeah, we were doing half of like like I was I was digging holes so when they brought over a palm tree, they could like stick in so giant holes to like Damn. be able to put in trees and helping out with like the gardening and stuff like that but it was fine and then they came up to me at the end of that episode and said oh we want you to come on every episode for 200 bucks a day so that was like the start of my career to where i said i didn't really have to pa at all i like interned mm-hmm. on the one and then that crew i was locked into that crew nice for for the next pretty much a year until and, I moved out, and and, and, and one uh, word of advice, and this is something that everybody should keep in mind. It's all about how I'm, how great you perform at work, and and your personality, man. That's oh, yeah. what yeah. what will get you called back yeah. every time. Is how cool you are with the crew, because if you don't fit with the crew, the, the you know we spend the twelve to sixteen hours days together that you want to have somebody to cool to chill with. Well, your, your personality is ninety percent of it, I think. Yeah, people would rather like, and yeah, your word. Yeah, yeah, your word. It's huge yeah. in this business. Absolutely, yeah. If you show up and you're on time, and then you're likable, people like to hang out with that for with people that they like for that long. Yeah, yeah. amount of time. So super important. Yeah. So that ended up happening, and then this did kind of turn into a traveling gig, which was cool. Um, not outside of Florida, though. It was more like like they would send us to like uh daytona beach and put us up in daytona beach for a week and then they would send us to like clearwater and put us up in clearwater for a week so we'd go all over florida east and west coast yeah but with the crew the next job after this was a 300 dollars a day job plus per diem for that bp commercial nice um when bp was controversial (laughs) and there was protesters showing up yeah (laughs) we're sorry yeah like south park did a spoof on that commercial. that was like the second gig i've ever worked and it was just me and one other art guy in a cargo van going from city to city all along the coast all the way to new orleans i had never been in new orleans before i had never been to mississippi i'd never been to like gulfport alabama i've never been to uh, either biloxi or destin florida and like the area all the famous spring break spots you know what i mean so we got to go and just man we got shitty drunk every single like that the guy was a partier on that and that job, like, they were just shoveling money. Like, we would wrap it. We'd shoot in this, like, huge, nice, like, bar, like, beach bar. Then they, the producers would be like, everything all night's on us. So everybody's, like, passing around shots, ordering lobsters. Damn, that petroleum money, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Working for the devil pays well. <laughs> it, did, dude. It, it, it was, like, the most fun I had. They, they put us up in Biloxi, Mississippi, in the hard rock casino for five days and was wow. giving us $60 a day cash per diem. Whoa. Like might as well not give us that. Per diem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might as well not give us anything. Cause yeah, it just went straight to the tables. Oh, like yeah. every single night, uh, like we would always get off at a decent hour. So we were just like having a blast. And then we ended with three or four days in New Orleans, like we shot those two days on Bourbon Street, had a payday off because we got everything we needed. They let us know the night before, and we're like, they're like, oh, we're just gonna pay you for tomorrow, but you ain't gonna be working. We're like, well, we are raging tonight. <laughs> wow. They put us up in the Roosevelt Hotel that was at the very front of Bourbon Street. So nice. you just walk down and right in, and 
And yeah, that was that was a good time. So like, I mean, I was kind of dished out that right away. And I think it was a little bit of a different experience. So if you're like someone that's that's why I tell people like in Boston that are trying to get in, like there's stuff there. And you know what? Like you kind of it's regional. So if if you get into the one crew like the, that's the go to crew and that type of thing, they'll send you off in the areas for sure. You just got to get in with them. Yeah. But that still wasn't enough. Uh, like you got to wait for somebody to die or retire to move up in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I moved to L.A. And also, it was most of this stuff. It was like reality shit. It was commercials. It was Tiger Woods golf things. <laughs> you know, it was like... Before uh, Tiger Woods controversy or whatever. I mean, it yeah. probably still is, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, you'd see... you do a bunch of stuff. Maybe Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to work with Shaq. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's um, on everything, yeah. dude. Uh, <laughs> so, it's going to be that same stuff. And then the occasional feature movie that would roll through. So, like, but they shoot in Miami or whatever for the most part. No, feature films, no. Well, when whenever what's his name would decide to make another movie, uh, Bad Boys, no, Will the, Smith, the no. beach, beach bum dude. Oh, Harmony Corinne, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, that's it. It's like Spring Breakers that shot in 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 St. Petersburg, Florida, and then same with like Free Ride, that Anna Paquin movie that shot mm-hmm. in Sarasota, Florida. So it was uh, mostly like the Tampa areas where oh, I okay. caught the features that I caught that yeah, I was able yeah, to work yeah. on there. Um, but yeah, uh, I wanted to work on actual television shows and and real movies. So I had to come out here, and uh, I would suggest if I mean if you want to get into it, I would just come straight out right off the bat. I didn't have the money at the time, and I know know that's a huge factor. But coming straight off of the bat, you almost not that I had to start over because my I still had a resume, which you have the in, experience. Yeah, I had a little bit of experience, which still put me in front of a lot of. A lot of people, but if you came out and you just started working in PA, there's just the jobs are everywhere, and especially when it gets busy, you'll get hired. You yeah. just as long as you're like looking deep enough. I mean, how was your experience? You had a different ride, and you're in mostly post. I think you weren't in post in Florida, though, were you? Um, so in Tampa, when I just graduated from Full Sail, I went in Full Sail for recording arts. Um, that has nothing to do with production, sound, or post-production. <laughs> it's just music production, pretty much. But it translates. Uh, it translates a little bit, but not that much. It's uh, they're two two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing a lot, like fucking. Uh, I think it was over a hundred shows post-production for free. I did in Tampa just to build up my resume. Because, like I said, I did. I wasn't trained for that, so I was like self-training myself in post to kind of learn the ins and outs of it. And then I moved to Miami after that. I think it was like two years after, and I started doing so telenovelas. Wait, so you were you were going to school for uh, music, but teaching yourself uh, video production at the same time? Post-production, post-production? Sound, sound post-production, yeah. Um, and I was doing a lot of shit with the... There was a group in Full Sail called Do It Yourself, and we would meet up in the afternoons, and I was like the main post-production guy. Right, right. <laughs> like, I did so many of those. Um, but then I moved to Miami and fucking started doing production sound as a boom man, doing boom operation. Wait, were you doing um, uh, student films while you were in school? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was supporting a lot of the final projects and shit. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, like 35 mil and shit like that. It was pretty fun mm. doing the sound for them. Um, but you know, I got I got tired of being in production because I'm a you know oversized dude and <laughs> I have a upper leg operated, so I can't really stand for that long. Yeah. So Plus having to just stand there and fucking hold your hands. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a tough one, dude. It's heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it becomes heavy. No, I've yeah. I've done it when we were doing the paranormal yeah. shit. Yeah, fucking having to hold that camera straight for fucking <coughs> to go like I think we would do twenty minute sessions by the end. My yeah. fucking arms are. Like, yeah, you start to see like some boom operators. It's funny, like when they have to go full boom for a lot of mm-hmm. scenes, like they get like the weird, cool, like shoulder position and like uh-huh. figure yeah, out a side, like having it on the shoulder, just holding like, it yeah. with one hand. You know, you're a good boom man when you have the thirty five footer open and you're holding with one hand. Yeah. You're, you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that motherfucker knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't. You easy. see, they're all over it too. Like you see, yeah. they, they they look like they're like. Trying to like dodge shit that's thrown at them, yeah. just, like with the twisting and yeah, like trying oh, yeah. to like dodge. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I think one of the the hardest show I've ever made was a show for Nickelodeon. It was a kids show. Um, it, it was called Every Witch Way. Like witch, you're yeah. a witch. Yeah, I we assumed yeah. <laughs> every which way. Um, and there was this scene, dude, that we were in a library, and it was. Uh, full on set but we had a full wide shot and we needed two booms to transfer the characters from one boom to right. the other so the what the first boom man it's dragging it towards me and then i had to pick him up in the middle of the stage and drag him all the way to the right and fucking you know moving side to side I, that was a hell of a gig dude. yeah I, I, bet. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I learned a lot being a boom man but I always Being a knew, boob man. yeah. But I always knew I wanted I'm to more be more of an ass man myself. I always, w- I always knew I wanted to learn. Uh, I'm sorry, work in post production. Yeah. And I knew in Miami wasn't gonna cut it because, like Mikey said, the circle's so small that you have to either wait for somebody to die or retire. Yeah. Um, which is almost the same here, but there's more circles out here than in Florida, so it makes it slightly easier to get in. But um, I, th- I think that's what happened. I mean, that's why I'm getting hit up for bigger jobs now is that all of COVID kind of just made all the bigger prop masters retire. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a new wave. They, they just needed an excuse to retire. And Pretty that much. was it. Yeah. Because, you know, we get married to the job, man. I mean, you know, because in the end, it's something we love to do. So it's not really a job. You know, yeah. It becomes part of your life. That's why it's so hard to retire from yeah. it. I can see it. For sure. Um, but you know, uh, one day after my puppy died, um, I saw a post from Mikey saying that they were looking for a roommate, and I was like, "Fuck, I want that room." Uh, and that was my motivation to get out to the west, and I think I paid you a month in advance or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you did. It's <laughs> like, "Fuck, like, man, that's my room. <laughs> that, that's my room." Yeah. And I fucking, I was paying and not li- not living here. You know, no, I just yeah. want to reserve that room. Right. And you know, um, luckily for me, I shot a movie right before I came out, so I had 10k in my bank account, and that's another advice I would give: try to come up with a little bit of money yeah. so that you can survive at least two months without work, because mm-hmm. it'll be hard in the first few months. Probably be hard I, the first year, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the first year is the real. Well, see, here's the thing: I guess I was very lucky, dude. Yeah, probably. Because. Um, the engineer that I met, he told me straight up that the story that I have to 
uh, to show, like it never happens. Yeah. Like me contacting one of the biggest TV producers in LA without knowing him and him giving me a Disney show to try me out for the first time. Like that shit never happens. But that's what you got to do. That's why I try to tell but, people. But, like, but it what, was what, all being in the right place at the right yeah, time. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, what's the worst that can happen by you sending that email? Oh, thanks for reaching out. I don't got or Yeah. And, and you ah, know, sorry. That, that day. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Look, that day that I got that gig or that tryout, um, I wasn't working still. It was maybe f five weeks after I moved out. I, I think I did some production sound uh, one day, and I was like, never again, because yeah. the heat out here, dude, it was yeah. like middle summer. I got my legs irritated, and I was like, fuck this, dude. I'm not doing production at all. So I pushed myself for post at that point. And um, I remember that day I drove into the city to do Postmates. Oh yeah, and I sent out the email right before I left the house, and the and the the producer called me, dude, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I was wondering if you could come by the studio at the end of the week." I was like, "I'm in the city right now. Yeah, I can come in in five minutes, yeah. literally." And that's the the thing that impressed him the most is how punctual and right. fast I was to answer. So that's another thing, man. You gotta make yourself available one hundred percent. That's how it always is, too. Yeah. Like. I'll be sitting around for fucking weeks and not hear anything about work. The second you fucking get one call, all you get fucking five calls on yeah. top of it. Yeah, it's fucking. And weird. it's hard. And, and it's hard to say no because you want to get them all. Yeah, <laughs> I've d I think I did it like one time. Mm. I got hit up for something, and they were like, "Oh, we can give you like one seventy-five a day." This was like when I first came out, and I was like, "Oh, that's terrible," but I guess. And then I got a call right after that for like three hundred a day, and I called the other person. I'm like, nope. Right. <laughs> uh, nice. I got a I got another gig. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's where you weigh in and go with what more. But for the most part, for you, yeah. For the most part, if I tell somebody I'm gonna be there, I don't really but, ever. But but one on thing I, I do have to say for those that are trying to come out, you know, do it. You just gotta know that you gotta be willing to eat dirt and asphalt a lot. Get mm -hmm. used to that taste because it tastes the alpha alf asphalt taste. No, I mean this is L.A. Get ready to eat ass. Yeah, this is the t that's well, what you gotta do. Have you ever seen the show Hollywood? Mm -hmm. Gotta eat ass. Well, I we'll make get, it out here with we'll what I expect. I haven't eaten any ass <laughs> to to point it out, <laughs> but I've had my face push down to the asphalt yeah. and grind it for yeah. at least five to ten miles. You're going to learn real quick you ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to learn really fast that you're indispensable. Is that it? No, you are dispensable. Uh, you are dispensable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are disposable, and there's at least 10 to 15 people who will do probably your job in for line. free. Yeah. Probably 10 to 1,500 people. <laughs> that will do your job for free happily. Happily, yeah. yeah. So you got to be willing to eat dirt, dude. Eat ass, like Mikey said. And then show your worth. That's it. Yeah, yeah, show that your worth and your word is everything. Dude. Yeah. I think um, the first job I had with Marcos, uh, who was the guy who really got me going with from PAing to art department, was one night. Uh, we were work. Uh, I think Bill t shot me a text, and he was like, "Hey, 
Uh, my buddy's not available for this last night of shooting. Uh, he offered it to me. I'm not available. Uh, he asked if I know anybody. And I was like, fuck yeah. I can't remember what I was doing. I was doing something. Because uh, I want to say it was Memorial Weekend or something. And uh, it was like the Friday of. And I was leaving somewhere to drive back to our place in Gastaic. And um, this place was like the halfway point in in uh, Sunland somewhere. Oh, it was um, the lot that's right behind where they shoot most of the Westworld. Melody. Uh, Melody Ranch, yeah. Yeah, the place that the other brother owns right behind. Values A? Something like that. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, okay, I'll, dr- I'll drive home take a shower i was like getting ready to do a full 24 hours because it was a night shoot and uh i was like i'll drive home i'll have enough time to take a shower relax for a minute and then get up nope fucking traffic was so bad <laughs> oh, yeah could, i was like guess i'm not going home and i just went straight to set oh wow and like like a trooper they dude just said okay who wants we need one per one of you guys because they had like a pa basically none of the pa showed up that's how shitty the oh, shit oh you were was. doing pa yeah None of the original PAs showed up. They were done with this fucking movie. So they were like, okay, uh, we need one person to help art department. Who wants to be the art PA? I was like, well, I want to do art department. And uh, I've done it a few times, so I'll do it. And um, so I started working with Marcos. Nice. And, you know, he just started talking to me. He's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I want to be, you know, set dresser, prop master. And uh, he's like, oh, okay. And uh, we start setting up for this one scene and then while we're doing that we're getting ready for another scene across the across the street on the lot at a gas station and he kind of was just like you know just make it look like a gas station nice and i was oh, like oh yeah th- i remember this story that's the one yeah. they gave you to actually design the set yeah yeah he was just he was tired yeah, like I think they'd been doing sixteen-hour-a-day yeah. shoots for the past month. Yeah, and, and, and that day. opportunity came because you said yes at the last mo- at last moment. Yeah, and it and you came from working too, so yeah, it, I was doing something. I that's how that's how it shows doing. that you gotta push yourself all the way that you can because somebody yeah. else will take it. And that opportunity, how many more shows you did with Marcus after that? Oh yeah. That got me almost all of my experience. Fucking A. There you go, dude. Because he always put me down um, while I was running props and set dressing and fucking, like, three people, three of us, a three-person art team doing a fucking Western. That's amazing. 16 hours a day. Amazing. With a truck that literally we had to pack out every location every night because the fucking production was absolute garbage and they couldn't fucking uh, pay to guarantee the next day oh god Uh, well so anyway so like at the end of the night you know he's tired he's catching sleep as much as he can while they're shooting the overnight and we ended up going until about six in the morning and they called you know picture wrap and we got two full we got a bar set up and oh no it was actually it wasn't a bar set it's like a bar location but we set it up as a grocery grocery store you oh, know, wow. full shelves full racks oh, wow. uh furniture and then we got the gas station set up and then they had stuff from the day before or whatever a lot of furniture in another room for an apartment basically while marcos was sleeping uh because i delivered furniture for 10 years i can like pick up most furniture by myself and just so i just literally loaded out all the furniture by myself 
and he came over he's like well what do we have to do and i was like oh we just got like all the small things over there and a couple small things over here and because of that base mode yeah because of literally one night of work that gave me probably three or four features wow nice. fuck yeah that sacrifice you made that night bro yeah gave you the experience you needed to be where you are that's yeah. amazing if you show your worth, uh, people yeah. will yeah. Kinda keep kinda you around. Kinda like At the very happened, least, to take advantage of you. Kind of <laughs> like what happened with me, because uh, as I was saying in the story, this guy called me, right? And I went into the studio, and he goes, well, there's a caveat for, for this. We need this show by tomorrow at 10 a.m., and it was 1 p.m. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can do it, but I'm probably going to have to stay over in the studio tonight. And yeah. he goes... Oh, it don't matter. I have an amazing couch here that we can <laughs> turn into a bed in my office. I'll give you my office key. I'll give you the studio keys. I'll give. You, I was like, bro, you're just meeting me. Yeah. I, in my mind, I was like, wait a second. I'm about to work for one of the biggest TV producers. Yeah. In Hollywood, and this motherfucker is giving me his office, the studio keys, the studio room. Yeah. Just for me to get him out of the. Out of the gut, uh, out of the gutter yeah, that he yeah. is in right now. Mm -hmm. So, dude, I worked my ass off all night. I didn't sleep. I probably slept one hour waiting for him to come over the, the next day. When he watched the show, dude, he goes, "Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> Here's a check. I'm Damn. gonna keep you with me forever." And oh, I was yep. like, "Okay." That's and, all and he's the one that's giving me right now the fucking game shows, dude. They're paying me good and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're just talking. Just for that one sacrifice. I was just talking to the designer on the show, Ramon, and we're like, oh, so far it's going good. And I'm just like, this this is going to be like the end all because it's just going to think I, after the show, if it just, as long as it keeps going and I keep getting the these nice, like, primetime shows, I don't know what else there is to <laughs> go for. Yeah, uh, just keep it going. <laughs> yeah, high That's budget it. movies, I guess. It was like my well, I don't care about high budget movies. It's always been my. I feel like, like well, TV is where you make episode. The money. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't mind like some good traveling features or something like that. Like I, I'd like to do like the big Thailand, like the big one, at least one big one or two big ones that like go like to a billion different countries, like that would be cool. Um. But I do like the episodic world a lot. I've always yeah. like that's always been my favorite to watch because it's like long movies. Um, and I feel like it's the story that just guarantees keeps going. payment. Yeah, every the, month. The, yeah, the work. I mean that that part didn't even really matter. I just like the continuous like dive interest. Like I feel like the more there's more cult followings with TV now than there is movies because it's just like was shameless just went like 13 seasons or whatever and finally just finished like people were so with it like they're gonna be able to watch and your following just gets yeah, so the strong the walking dead still going yeah all these like yeah. big things is it? you know what I mean yeah holy fuck yeah yeah um this is a good segue because we've been I mean fuck we this is a we just talked about our well you want to know yeah fault? I know there'll be more to talk we have, yeah, we you have ask, I feel like bitch. I feel like we haven't <laughs> even brushed the surface of that so I mean we'll talk more about well, that coming up be prepared to eat shit yeah. Eat more shit. Eat ass. Eat ass. <laughs> eat the dog poop. <laughs> and then you'll eat, eat some dog, dog poop. <laughs> Just get ready. But, but we'll, we'll talk. But it's worth it, guys. It, totally. It's worth it. We'll talk about what's going on in the in some TV movies and cinema right now. Uh oh. Don't 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 don't. Bam 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 b
It's been a while yeah, since we haven't done that. <laughs> um, my biggest piece of news that I want to I wanna just put on the forefront that I saw this week is my favorite bad movie is having a sequel. Which one? Oh, I don't know why this didn't load. It, it, there we go. It, it oh, a little bit less Really? Really? Yeah. With the same actor and everything? Oh, yeah. We got the Meg 2 coming. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> That's awesome. And the director hints. More than one megalodon <laughs> will be missing. Well, you would expect it, right? Yeah. Yeah, which... Yeah, so the, uh, three three years after reaching the original Meg, which swallowed up an astonishing $530 million worldwide. I... Like, it was not that a was good... That was mainly China, it, though. It was not a great movie... But it was a goddamn entertaining <laughs> movie. Like I, I think I've seen it three times, and I love it just as much every single time. I love how fucking the motherfucker guy dies, uh, Samuel Jackson. The motherfucker guy. <laughs> Wait, Samuel Jackson? Samuel Jackson. I think you think Deep Blue Sea? Deep Blue Sea. Oh shit! I got that one. Mix. That one has a sequel too that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a confused. Sorry. And the Meg is. Have you seen the Meg? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with Jason Statham, um, who dies in it. I think uh, Rain Wilson dies in it, though. The rich guy. I've never seen it. You haven't seen Meg? No, dude, it's the best bad movie ever. <laughs> we gotta watch it like in the projector outside. Do you have movies. it? Yeah, I definitely. Of have course. It. I think it's on Netflix too. Um, so it looks like they're coming back and they're gonna make an even bigger Meg too. Um. The story behind it, I don't know if you know how the Meg came to tuition. Don't they ruin it. They found... No, no it's, a, it's, it's the it's premise. The setup. Yeah. yeah, the setup. Uh, th- there's like a, a, the deepest part of the ocean, or what mm. they thought was the Are deepest part Are you ready the for ocean. the worst synopsis of all time? It's just how, how... Yeah, this came to tuition. The deepest part of the ocean, they mm. found out actually... It goes, it goes deep. deeper. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the floor of the ocean. It was a weird it fog was a f- layer. It was a false bottom. It was a false bottom. Well, so where the two waters meet. Yeah. yeah, so they found, like, if they kept going and the temperature change that made all the radars say it was, like, the bottom, they could actually penetrate that and mm. go in under. Penetrate. But when they go through it, it opens up a little entryway, and the shark followed it out oh they broke they broke oh, the hymen of the because <laughs> underneath is like prehistoric yeah, shit. it's all prehistoric animals Cthulhu. and like yeah so the megalodon Cthulhu. <laughs> that's the meg too dude <laughs> cthulhu versus the meg <laughs> yeah so it looks like uh we can look forward to that coming out does it say when um i think it's gonna start production actually next year so oh, it's okay by 2024 or something yeah i think it's gonna be a couple years before we actually see it come okay out, but not bad but i am looking forward to well, it you know what bro it'd be amazing to work in that movie as oh, a yeah. post-production sound yeah it, that one would be yeah. a fun one that would be a really fun movie to work. um there's a confirmation the black panther 2 won't move production from georgia because if you if, if you heard about the marvel stuff yeah and, like, there it, was a boycott Atlanta or the Georgia, the country, Georgia, the state, state. Okay. 
I didn't know if they filmed because it's supposed to be like an African country. They didn't yeah. boycott this, may- the country of Georgia. I thought maybe <laughs> they shot it in, in Georgia. Europe. No, oh, is it? Mm. What am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking of Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan's n- not in Africa either, but it is okay. North Africa. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, North Africa. Okay, it's like that weird. It's the Middle East. That's what yeah. I'm it's close to Egypt, right? Um, so th- if you're not caught up on what's going on in Georgia, is they have like the weird like they won't let like trans people vote or gay votes yeah. or like they, like it's it has a lot to do with that type of stuff. So basically, all Disney productions, all Marvel productions, stuff has has pledged to boycott shooting anything there mm-hmm. to try to like. Uh, get them to change the laws because a lot of their tax money is basically what's a, a heavy revenue for Atlanta right now. Atlanta, if you don't know, Atlanta is like Hollywood number two, like so much shoots there. And yeah. Cause of, um, uh, Tyler Perry. Yeah. No, not, is it Tyler Perry? Yeah, it's Tyler oh Perry. Oh my lord! Yeah, Medea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, well I do got, love me some Medea. <laughs> they got, they got Pinewood. The story around Medea sucks ass. They got the Pine- second Medea's on They got screen. Pinewood Studios there. They have Tyler Perry Studios. They got some of the biggest studios in the world there. Yeah, he uh, Tyler Perry kind of like fucking brought film back. Yeah. The way he was shooting. Uh, his movies? His movies. He was the first one shooting. So all the well, all the Marvel things yeah have been shot there for a little while but yeah. until this this thing happened but uh they're kind of Black Panther 2 is kind of which is my main look at it is the reasoning that I don't think this was such a good idea sure you're screwing over the money that that they'd be making for the for the state but the people that it affects most are the, the people that working on the movies and right, like the crews right. and the unions there because you're basically screwing them over work wise. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, yeah, we got buddies out there. Yeah, they're they're hurting the most. So they kind of said it's like, well, most of these people that we're trying to protect is the people we're hiring. Like the, literally, the people the laws are are affecting are the people that we're actually providing paychecks for and uh, mm-hmm. uh, living. So yeah. there's. That's what the justification they said. Like Black Panther two is going to consi- continue shooting. Uh, well, the thing is, they're they're not doing it because they give a shit. They're doing it because they don't want the backlash. Right. Probably. But what? Who are they going to use? I thought fucking they said Chadwick they Boseman passed yeah, away. Yeah, I thought they weren't going to replace him. Oh, they're they're going to weekend at Bernie's him. him for that entire. <laughs> 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 That's fucked up, dude. He's going to have police. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess you could do it all with CGI now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to deep face him. <laughs> deep face, deep fake. Deep fake. Yeah. Did you guys oh, hear, hear yeah. about the Cinerama Dome in yeah, Hollywood? Yeah, man. What they're about to close their doors. For Pacific Cinema. Cin- oh, really? I've Cinerama. never been there. Pacific, yes. Yeah. The, the Cinerama, Thinema, the, the big dome that they got going in the middle of Hollywood. They had some of the like biggest premieres there, the exclusives. Um they yeah. would have. They would let people air their stuff, but it was also the place like an Archlight too is closing too. Dude. What yeah, is this like? They a have a bar there that mm-hmm. you could go and then bring your drinks into the theater too. So you could actually have a bar to like hang out at in the theater. Was this like an showing. art house type of thing? Kinda. I mean, that, it was I've a big theater. Really? No. Nah. You never driven past? It used dude, to be next that's, to Amoeba. That's where. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I've never seen the dome. That's where Spielberg, Spielberg did all his uh, releases, pretty much. Oh really? Yeah, some of yeah. the bigger. Oh, Archlight. Archlight too. Arch too is so AMC is going to be the only game in town, pretty basically. Much. Yeah, because uh, uh, Regal's close too, right? 
Uh, Regal's gone. I don't know. Well, the one down here oh, no, is AMC's closed. Killing this it. one's opening back up. There's no way AMC's closing. Which one? Now. The Regal down here? It's about to reopen. Really? Yeah. Um, I've I have a feeling somebody else, a different theater company, will buy this. So maybe it will just turn into AMC. maybe a studio would just buy it just to have host premieres at. I mean, why not? Maybe. I that mean, if cool. I was Lucas, uh, George Lucas, I would probably buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys want to do? You want to do the top ten? Do you want to do the script read? Uh, let's do uh, let's do the script. top ten uh, first. Sure. Okay, I got top ten best drug movies. Mm. Um, here's our honorable mentions. We have 20 at Training Day, 19 of Super Troopers. Schnozberries taste oh, like schnozberries. Spun, I've never seen. It's a it's a good movie. It's just about meth. I want to say Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, it's fucking whew, puts you in a weird mood. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah, that's like the ultimate stoner movie right yeah, there. Yeah, uh, the engineer that I work uh, with, he makes that movie. Oh, funny. <laughs> Drugstore Cowboy. No Never seen clue. it. Oh, that's, um, that's what's his name? Uh, starring Matt Dillon. Yeah. That's one of his big movies before he was a big star. Uh, Clockwork Orange. Not Is that clue. about drugs? Uh, I don't remember Several that fictional movie. drugs in the form of a milk cocktail called... Malaco Plus. <laughs> I, I thought I always thought that was liquor. I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, The Basketball Diaries. Ooh, that movie will put you in a fucking funky mood. Mm. American Gangster. Great movie. Okay. That's a good movie. Pineapple Express at number twelve. I love that movie. Clearly, what's the top ten? Movie? Eleven is Half Baked. Oh God. Okay. okay. Half Baked. When you're young, Half Baked. Like when you first start smoking weed at fucking 13 half bakes the greatest movie of all time once yeah yeah <laughs> it's a pretty shit movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay i'm gonna put my predictions i know blow is gonna be somewhere on this mm-hmm. list blow for sure um scarface Requ- absolutely requiem for a dream probably i'll yeah. bet you requiem's on there uh Scarface, a hundred percent. Yeah, sure. If Spun's in the honorable mentions, unless there's more honorable mentions, no, I can no, see. We're with I can see 10. Requiem already yeah. be on there. Yeah. Do you, I, I don't think Blow would that be ass number to one. ass scene alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Blow would be number one. Maybe Scarface would be number one. Oh, probably. Scarface, probably. Probably Scarface. I bet Scarface too. The original Scarface, though. Howard Hughes Scarface. Yeah. Wait, he made one. Yeah, you made the original Scarface. Oh, shit. Oh, I number seen 10. It. Okay, I, I don't know why I didn't think of these movies. I haven't Up seen that. Smoke. i got to watch it. Up in Smoke is number 10. Um, the original drug movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. A stoner movie. Stoner movie, yeah. yeah. Anybody have any other uh, predictions for the tops? Uh, no. Number 9. Friday, Friday. <laughs> of course. It's also stoner movie. Oh, what's yeah. that, what's that mo- anti-weed movie that came out? In like oh, the sixties, that was a uh, reefer like madness. Reefer yeah, I feel like that's gonna be on there. <laughs> reefer madness. We did a list where, for some reason, they just put that shit on there, didn't we? <laughs> I think so. It was like stoner movies or Maybe. something. <laughs> Specifically, stoner. Movies. Number eight. Goodfellas. What? What? Drugs portrayed. Cocaine and pills. Uh, uh, that's a stretch. It's yeah. more like a gangster movie, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's a stretch. This is this this is from Ranker.com, by the way. So if anybody wants to look at it, number seven. Ah, uh-huh. uh, blow is pretty low on this list. Okay, I think blow should be high. They're gonna put yeah. some bullshit above blow. I guarantee it. Blow is like 
one of my favorite movies. I'd say I'd say it's in the top ten, probably. Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah, that's one of those. Movies. Oh, I forgot Emma Roberts was in this movie. She plays the daughter. That's right. Ooh, that's it. That's one of those movies we watched, you know, in high school. That was like, oh, this is such a good movie. Look at the cinematography. Yeah, yeah, it was Look like the story. That, I want to do blow. That, that Emma Roberts <laughs> is from the Roberts family, right? Like Julia. Yeah, it's, it's Eric Roberts' yeah, daughter. Eric, oh. Yeah. She, she was in like Scream Queens and yeah. a bunch of other stuff too. American there it Horror is. Story. Oh shit, Requiem. Requiem for a Dream is number six, so we nice. are on here. The two, the only two things I remember from this movie is um, the the uh, him walking the TV all through fucking town just to pawn it. Yeah. And the ass to ass scene. Oh well, when he injects, uh, I think yeah, it's H or something. You can the see the famous the eye yeah. dilation scene. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. doesn't he I inject into it like a fucking, uh, like a gangri- gangrenous wound? The, the arm. Yeah, the army was rotting yeah. from all the oh. drugs. Yeah, yeah, so drugs portrayed as her- heroin, dude. cannabis, MDMA. Oh, train spotting and, and uppers. Train spotting's oh, gonna be on train here. Train spotting should yeah. definitely be oh, on here. Oh, what about what about that other movie, the dude that goes out into the wild? Into the wild? Is that it? The dude that goes out <laughs> into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the name of the movie? I don't think he did drugs though. No. No. Oh, okay. He he just had some berries that were. He smoked good. weed one time. <laughs> I guarantee that it's on this list. <laughs> oh, Pulp oh, yeah. Fiction. Okay, cocaine, heroin, and marijuana. Yeah, Pulp Fiction's yeah. number five. It's not really a drug movie though. No. Number four. The, the Wolf, Wolf of Wall yeah. Street. There's yeah. heavier drugs in there. A lot of cocaine. Yeah. They don't have a drugs portrayed in this. I'd say. <laughs> I mean everything. When know? Matthew goes, listen, kid, in this business you gotta. <laughs> Do cocaine because that's how to make you care. Well, yeah. the big thing the is the, the what the quaaludes. The quaaludes. All right, all right, all right. Lutes. Number three. Oh yeah. Oh, how I could I forget? Yeah. Oh shit. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. That definitely. Okay, we're okay. getting good. We're Drugs yeah. portrayed: marijuana, mescaline, LSD, cocaine, <laughs> amphetamines, <laughs> amphetamines e- barbiturates, ether, amyl nitrate, opium. Hashish, hash oil, and adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, yeah. <laughs> Is that like a codeine shit? Or? I have I don't no know. clue. Look it up real quick. What is adrenochrome? Oh, it's got to be something with adrenaline. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's exactly what it is, yeah. The um, adrenaline shot that revives people and shit. I want to see what the image of it is. Oh, it's, oh yeah, it's <laughs> the drips. So he drips in his eyes or his mouth too. Yeah, oh. Look at <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Add right like there. what <laughs> is to that. See if it just gives you like a quick breakdown. Adrenochrome is a chemical compound found in molecular formula and a bunch of formulas produced by yeah. oxidation of adrenaline. Okay, oh, wow. so it's adrenaline, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, Dude, good. I kind of want to get some adrenaline. Adrenochrome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can play a match of Call of Duty and you get it, bro. Number two, <laughs> Days and Confused. Oh, yeah. Number one's got to be Scarface. We'll see. Uh, who knows? They're literally, if you do a drug in a movie in one scene, these ones have been pretty good. No, this Days list. and Confused for sure, I think, is heavy drug movie. Well, they, they're not discussing drugs or like that's what I think of fear a drug and loathing movie. fear and loathing you don't think that's a drug movie no I'm saying dazed and confused oh, it's yeah. not really like maybe it's been a while 
Train, train spotting number one. Scarface. Oh, wow. No Scarface. Interesting. Train spotting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Drugs portrayed: heroin, opium, ecstasy, amphetamines, Valium, hashish, morphine, dopamine, cyclozone, cyclozone, codeine, codeine temaz- temazepam, nitropam, nitrazepam, nitrazepam um, phenobarbiturin, sodium amytal. Dextro, oh, this one's a big Dextro propoxyphene. <laughs> what the methadone? Yeah, methadone. Nalbofine. <laughs> no, pethidine. Yeah, I'll just yeah. stick with weed. Pentoxine. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bur- we're not even done yet. Bur- Burpentrophin. Dextro. Dextromamide. And chloramide. Oh fuck, I know this one. Uh, Chlormethazole. Chlormethaz- yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I mean, it's a fucking heroin movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a heroin movie. And then they see babies on ceilings and shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I haven't seen it in a while. All I really remember is the uh, when he gets the shits. Because <laughs> the second <laughs> from the, you, from you the start age. coming down, yeah. yeah. The second it's out of your system, okay. you start shitting. Our, um, our table read this week, we're going to do a famous scene. From one of my favorite movies of all time, The Shawshank. Oh, what gay porn are we doing? The Shawshank Redemption. There's a little bit of gay sex in that. Mm. In the jail cell. Not very sexy gay sex. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. Uh, There's two main characters from this, and then there's a little bit of a narration and a a, a little... little, um, Bloopin' from one of the people from the jail yard that just says something. So a bloopin', a bloopin', yeah. So, um, Tim uh, Robbins' character, Andy Dufresne, and of course we have our other character who is played by Morgan. Should Freeman. the narrator Red. be a different person too? The narrator will be that the person that bloops in. Okay, well, I'll do the bloopin'. How about that? You want to narrate? Yeah, I'll do the narrate. All right. Oh, <laughs> Now, you could either be Andy Dufresne or Morgan Freeman or Red. What do you think? I'll, let you, I'll give you uh, I definitely don't want to be God. <laughs> yeah, it's like Morgan Freeman's a tough one to and it, the, to like do this and not do the Morgan Freeman. I guess it's because I'm Irish. <laughs> just try to do the Morgan Freeman. I guess I'll be Red then, and you can yeah. be Andy Dufresne. All right, cool. Um, this is when they're kind of first meeting face-to-face. The actions as well and shit? Yes. Oh, for, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's where we're starting. Exterior, exercise yard, day, 1947. 30, scene 36. Exercise period. Red plays catch with Haywood and Jigger. Lazily tossing a baseball around. Red notices Andy off to the side. Nods hello. Andy takes this as a cue to amble over Hayward and pause, watching. I'm going to avoid that name. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good. It's the name of the character. Uh, hello. Oh, um, oh. You have to oh, offers his hand. Andy offers his hand. Uh, hello, Amanda Dufresne. Red glances at the hand, ignores it. The game continues. The wife killing banker? How do you know that? I keep my ear to the ground. Why'd you do it? I didn't. 
since you ask? Hell, you'll fit right in then. Off Andy's look. Everyone's innocent in here. Don't you know that? Hey, hey, Wood. What are you in here for, boy? Oh, wait, am I Hayward? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's the. Bloop I thought it was narrator. Th- that, I know, but that, well, that's, that's, that's oh, a okay. That's the. It's your bloop. Uh, g- give me that last sentence again. Okay. Heywood, what are you in here for, boy? Didn't do it. <laughs> Lawyer fucked me up the ass, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Red gives Andy a look. See? Question mark. What else have you had? People say you're a cold fish. Now you're here. <laughs> They say you think your shit smells sweeter than ordinary. That true? What do you think? Ain't made up my mind just yet. Hayward nudges. What? Watch this. <laughs> he winds up and throws the ball hard right at Andy's head. Andy sees it coming out of the corner of his eye, whirls and catches it. Beat. He sends the ball right back at him, zinging it. Into Hayward's hands, Hayward drops the ball and grimaces, wringing his stung hand. I understand you are a man who knows how to get things done. Well, I'm known to locate some certain things from time to time. (laughs) They seem to just fall into my hands. Maybe it's because I'm Irish. I wonder. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if you could get me a rock hammer. What is it and why? You make your customer motives a part of your business. If you wanted a toothbrush, you hear? I'm just gonna start adding. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's the '40s way of talking. See, see, see? <laughs> if you wanted a toothbrush, see. <laughs> I wouldn't ask any questions. You hear? Maybe he's British. <laughs> If you wanted a toothbrush in it. In no, it? no, he's not British. He's Irish. Irish. Oh, I'm yeah. just not good with an Irish accent. <laughs> if you wanted a toothbrush, you hears. <laughs> I wouldn't ask any questions. I'm just going to go back to my original. I just see, I just quote a price. A toothbrush, see. <laughs> there is that. That's really scripted there. <laughs> that was really scripted. A toothbrush, say, is a non-lethal sort of object. Fair enough. A rock hammer is about eight or nine inches long. Looks like a miniature pickaxe with a, with a small sharp pick on the one end and a blunt hammer head on the other. It's for rocks. Rocks, you hear? Andy squats, motions Red to join him. Andy grabs a handful of dirt and sifts it through his hands. He finds a pebble and rubs it clean. It has a nice milky glow. He tosses it to Red. Quartz. Quartz, sure. And look, mica, shell, silted granite. There's some grated limestone. From when they cut this place out of the of the hill. So, I'm a rock count. At least I was. In my old life, saying, <laughs> I like to I like to be again on a limited scale. Yeah. That maybe you plant your toy in somebody's skull. I have no animus here. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you just wait. You <laughs> just wait. Red flicks his gaze past Andy. Boggs is watching them. Wade Boggs, third baseman <laughs> for the Red Sox. <laughs> Word gets around. The sisters have taken a real shine to you. Yes, they have. Especially Boggs. Wade Boggs, third baseman for the Boston yeah. Red Sox. Tell me something. Would it help if I explained to them I'm not homosexual? Neither are they. You have to be human first. They don't qualify. Off Andy's look. Bull queers take by force. That's all that they want or understand. I'd grow eyes in the back of my head if I were you, boy. Thanks for the advice, man. That comes free. But you understand my concern. If there's trouble, I doubt a rock hammer will do any, will do me any good. Then I guess you want to escape. Tunnel under a wall, maybe? Andy laughs politely. It's <laughs> not very polite. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the joke. <laughs> What's so funny, boy? You'll know when you see the rock hammer. What's this item usually go for? Seven dollar. In any rock and gem shop. <laughs> My standard mock-up's 20%. But we're talking about a special object. Risk goes up. Price goes up, too. Call it an even ten bucks. Ten it is. I'll see what I can do. Rises, slapping dust from his hands, I'd imagine. <laughs> but if you ask me personally, I would say it's a waste of money. Oh? Folks who run this place love surprise inspections. They'll check your butthole. They turn a blind <laughs> eye to something. Like, do you just added that? <laughs> They'll check your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> but not a gadget like that. They'll find it. You're gonna lose it. Mention my name. We'll never do business in these parts again. Not for a pair of shoelaces. Not for a stick of gum. I understand. Thank you, Mr. Red. Red. Name's Red. Red. I'm Andy. Pleasure doing business with you. They shake. Andy strolls off. Red watches him go. Mm. This is my voiceover. <laughs> this is yeah, the he, voiceover voice. He 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 watches Andy go and thinks to himself, <laughs> "Like some fries with that shake, boy." <laughs> I could see why some of the boys took him for snobby. He had quite a way about him, a walk, and a talk. You know, it just wasn't normal around these parts. He strolled like a man in a park without a care or a worry. Like he had some invisible cloak that shielded him from this place. Wow. <laughs> <Invisible> cloak. <laughs> I added that because, you know, throw some Harry Potter in yeah. 1947. Yeah. It says coat, but it, anyway. This is your part. Bro. Oh. They resume playing catch. Yes. I think it would be fair to say... I liked Andy from the start. 
and scene. Bravo. That was a good one. That was a good one. I think we got to make Freddy hasn't been narrator ever. We yeah. Need a, we need a good uh a good clapping sample. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll. I can work on that. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. get the hat. I got a shit ton of applause, son of Um, I don't know if we have enough time to do a movie picker this week. Mm-mm. You can save that for next week. Yeah. Um, and we'll. I think next week we'll bring it back with the twist again, right? You want to do the naming the movie from the quotes? Flip it around. Oh Wait, yeah, what? I like that. We we tried something different. Uh, oh, do me then. Do me. I'll do, I'll, I'll do. I'll do one. Do, okay? do one because okay. I'm mean, gonna be here next next week. Okay, I'll do one for you. All right. Sweet. <laughs> Let's go. But I, I I'm shutting off the monitor so yeah, you can't yeah. read. Of course. We'll do it this one time just uh, to see the new test, uh, the new. Yeah. See how. How well it works. How Nick does. Yeah. Fuck. So we're pretty much what we're doing is we're gonna flip to flip it around um, to where usually we do quote that movie. So I will name a movie and then you will have to do a quote for it. Um, in this particular case, I'm gonna give you a quote and you have to tell me what movie it's from. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Still a minute. We were gonna throw a minute on the clock here. Okay. Let's try it out. And I am gonna start down. And go, let me see a good place to start here. Okay, I think this is a good area to start. And we will give you a minute on the clock. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Toga, toga. Next. Yo, Adrian. Uh, Rocky. Correct. Um... Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Uh, Star Trek. Nope. Okay, next. Hasta la vista, baby. Uh, Terminator. Two. Yep. <laughs> Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Um, uh, lethal Weapon? No. <laughs> next. <laughs> um, is it safe? Next. Here's Johnny. Fuck, I know that movie, but I can't get next. Get your stinking paws off me, you dirty ape. Uh, Jungle to Jungle? <laughs> no. <laughs> next. Of all the gin joints in this small town, she walks into mine. Next. Um, What a dump. Idiocracy? That's it. No. <laughs> You got two. Wow. <laughs> this one is even harder, dude. Yeah, well, we're, uh, here's Johnny. That's uh, from uh, uh, the, that shining. Fu- the shining. shining. Thank you. Of Fuck. all of all the gin joints in town, she walks into mine. That's from Casablanca. Oh. Get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. It's uh. from Planet of the Apes. Oh, jeez. Uh, forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. It's from Chinatown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got Asta La Vista, baby. You got Rocky. Yeah. Because um, the way you said it, though, Adrian. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, this one is way harder, dude. Yeah. This this version. Because there are movies like fucking Planet of the Apes that I haven't seen in over 20 years, dude. So, And I saw it in Spanish. I never watched Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go through. I, I'm gonna do a different quote list next time too. It's maybe there. A lot of these are like I, I had to skip a few because you go over some and then it goes to like 
like Cool Hand Luke, a 1967 movie. Uh, like, oh, the Apocalypse Now probably would have been easy. Love Story probably wouldn't have gotten that one. Like, there's a bunch of them. You yeah. talking to me would have been a good one. Um, you talking to me? Yeah. Are you talking to me? Um. So yeah. Um. This nice. has been uh, an inner circle production over here. Fuck yeah. We're very inner circle in this in these parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like this show, and you'll probably like some of our friends. Yeah. The Inner Circle Podcast Network. There, if you go to in- innercirclepm.com, you will find such likes as... Uh, the Plunge. The Plunge Hashtag podcast. no offense. Yes, HD Nas. The Hood un- Diner. Hood Diner. The Untrained Eye. The Untrained Eye, the newest edition. I guess they're not new anymore nah. since they've been with us for like... A month and a half, two months? We're almost two months now. So. Simone and more. <laughs> Simone. Simmons and more. Yeah. Simmons and more? No, well, you see, Adam Simmons left the show, and Raven Simone. Came Wait, on. what? Yes. What? So now Adam Simmons left. No, yeah, <laughs> and Raven, and Raven, Raven, uh, Raven Simone, Simone came, came on. on. So now, <laughs> it's, now, now it's the Simone and More podcast. <laughs> Simone and More. <laughs> nice. And 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 Bobby Moore is the one that's that's running the show over there mm-hmm. in, in now. Who am I kidding? Damn. Baby blue jeans. Baby blue jeans. Nice. And then who else are we missing? Shit happens when you party naked. Yeah, shit happens when you party naked. Now only mm-hmm. exclusively on Patreon for three. F- I found out why it's three fifty uh, a month because he did it for the joke, like three fifty. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm gonna need about three fifty. About three fifty. Three fifty. Yeah. So that's that's what a it. South Park joke. But realistically, he could have made it. That's one of my cents. favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the Loch Ness monster came over, and you know what he asked me? What? <laughs> But fucking three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, I realized she was seven stories tall. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, love this monster. Get and out of here. <laughs> and a prehistoric beat. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no Girl Scout. You're the goddamn Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking South Park, dude. Um, you can go over uh, Inner Circle PN and check out Creatures of the Night. I'm sorry, I wanted to add something about shit happens when you party naked. It's the only show in our network that had to go private because so obscene. So if you want to hear obscenities. Oh, yeah. Make sure to subscribe into his Patreon. Yeah, check mm-hmm. him out. Give him some support. You, you know. also get dick pics once a week. He posts the same <laughs> picture of his Wait, dick what? on his Patreon. Oh, the same one. I've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, in the group chat, like they keep sending the same video and and pictures. I guess there's like, like Hunter went cliff jumping like last year, and took a shit as he jumped off, the, <laughs> in the conquered quarry. <laughs> What? You, you want to see this video? The one that <laughs> you... I remember you have to walk through the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, you have to yeah, walk through the graveyard for the thing. Let me let me see if I, how quickly... But I they're sending up. this video in the chat? Yes. Yeah, yeah Over me, and over? Yeah, I want to see this video. <laughs> yeah, so... Can uh, you see the shit coming out of his ass? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> does he, like, do it on purpose, or does he, literally, like, accidentally no, he def- shit No, he doesn't accidentally shit. His pants are down, so... Or they, like, do it while you're shitting. <laughs> Bro, yeah, so I that means so. that Hunter had to take a shit and hold it all the way to get through the graveyard, you said? Um, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, you uh, walk. Or actually, no, you park pretty close to the tree line. Oh, okay. And then uh, then you you do have to walk. I think I want to say maybe it's a 10-minute walk to the core. Oh, 
That's a great slow mo shot right there. Oh, he fell. He fell at the same time as his shit did. Yeah, that's what I mean. He like. He like. Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it? This video is on. uh, Is this on the website? (laughs) No, it should be on. This should be on TikTok, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I think we went there like the first time you came back too. Yeah, we did. Nice. Yeah, the first time you came back to visit from uh, Florida. Well, now we know that people just shit in it. Yeah. And jump in. So. Now we know the type of people those hooligans over those at hooligans. fucking the plunger. I know. <laughs> um, you can check out our show on Instagram at Failing Hollywood, or also on Facebook and Twitter at Failing Hollywood and Failing Hollywood. Woo. Um. Yeah, check us out on the socials. Uh, like I said, we might be going to hiatus soon for a few weeks, but I think we'll be back next week. And then Freddie will be on his way out, and we'll be moving out and just reconstruction mode. So mm. stay tuned for that gorgeous moving stuff. Moving on up, moving on oh, up. Oh, yeah, thank you for listening. To the east side, that deluxe apartment in the Take sky. Take it easy, guys. I love you forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs>